Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my property mastermind mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 176 of the Property Magic Podcast, in which I'm going to share with you an update on the interest rate crisis and the impact it's going to have on you and your property investing and the property market in 2023. So as we know, the Bank of England raised the base rate to 4% in February 2023. That's the highest it's been for the last 14 years. Now, over the last year, we've seen the rate go up from 0.5% to 4%. What this means in reality, for many property investors and many homeowners, their mortgage payments have sometimes more than tripled if they're on variable mortgages. Now, of course, many people have fixed rates and also 25% of properties in the UK are unencumbered. So there's no mortgage at all. So these interest rates don't really affect those people. However, many people have variable rates. And I want to give you a little bit of history and explain why so many landlords have variable rates and the problems that's causing now and the impact on the property market. So let's just talk about mortgages first of all. When you take out a mortgage, it might be for a 20 or 25 year term. And as you know, as property investors, we like to get interest only mortgages here in the UK. So what that means is if we borrow £150,000 on a property, each month we're going to pay interest on that. And in 25 years time, we'll still owe that £150,000. Now, that doesn't matter because hopefully the value of that property has probably doubled and doubled again in that time. And in reality, we've probably remortgaged it many times in that period. At the end of the mortgage, we could just remortgage to someone else or we might decide to sell it, pay the tax and take the profit. But suffice to say, we have interest-only mortgages. Now, when you take out a mortgage, you have a choice. Do you get a fixed interest rate for a certain period of time, typically two, three, or five years time, or do you go with a variable rate? Personally, I've always preferred fixing my interest rate for five years, even if that means paying a slightly higher rate, at least I know with certainty how much my mortgage is going to cost me every single month. Now, what normally happens at the end of a mortgage period, the discounted rate, whether it's three or five years, you come onto what's called the standard variable rate. Now, that is usually the Bank of England base rate plus a certain percentage. So prior to the global financial crisis in 2007, which started the property market crash in the UK and around the world, it always used to be an interest rate of about 5% Bank of England base rate. So in other words, if you come off a discounted mortgage, which might be 3 or 4%, you jump to maybe 5 6 or even 7% on the standard variable rate. So what people used to do was they would refinance to a new mortgage company at the end of that period. Now, that's assuming there's enough equity in the property to do that. And when prices came down in 2008, many people found that they didn't have enough equity to be able to refinance unless they put more money into that property. However, and this is the really interesting thing, because the Bank of England base rate dropped so much in 2008, 2009, it meant that the standard variable rate 
was often less than the discounted rate that people were locked into for three or five years. So at the end of that three to five year discounted period, instead of remortgaging to another mortgage company, many property investors left their mortgage with their current lender because the standard variable rate was a decrease in the amount they were paying each month. And for the last decade or so, with a Bank of England base rate at 0.5%, which means a realistic pay rate of anywhere between maybe 2 and 3%, many property investors have had very low mortgage payments, which means they've made very good cash flow on their properties. Even single-let properties have made really good money. And because of that, they've left the mortgages with those particular lenders on a variable rate. Now, in February 2022, when the first interest rate rise happened, you know, we noticed this and we started sharing uh, to our community in the springtime at our events and on this podcast, say, hey guys, we can't give you financial advice, but if you've got variable mortgages, you might want to think about fixing some of those rates because it looks like at long last rates are going up, which is what we've always expected. People who listen to me, who took action, are pretty happy now because they fixed in some very, very low rates. There are some people who didn't listen to me or maybe weren't even aware of what we were saying, and now they have a slight problem because their mortgage pay rate might be more like 55 6 or even 7%. And that means there are some landlords who are paying more in mortgage than they are bringing in in rental profit. Now, for a number of years, people were making lots of money, and even when Section 24 was introduced in April 2017, and as we know, Section 24 is where, as a property owner, they've changed the way that we are taxed. It always used to be the way to own property in your own name, but when Section 24 came in, they said, well, if you own property in your own name, and if you've got a mortgage, which most investors have, then if you're a high-rate taxpayer, you're going to pay more tax on your property income. Now, although that was phased in over four years from 2017, many landlords didn't do much about it. They just paid the extra tax because they had all this cash flow from their properties thanks to the low interest rates. However, now the interest rates have gone up and much of that profit has been squeezed or even has now disappeared. It means that many landlords have properties, particularly single lets, which don't actually give them any cash flow profit each month. However, on paper, they make a profit, which means at the end of the tax year, they're going to have to pay some money to HMRC. So this is why so many landlords are upset and thinking about selling or actually taking action to sell their properties right now. But it's not a great time to be selling right now because for the last four months, we've seen property prices in the UK come down on average and property prices are going to go down further. Now, I don't believe we're going to see a big property market crash, not like we had in 2008. However, I think we're going to see probably a 10 to 15 percent correction, which means actually it's a really good time to get in property deal is going to be much better. And there will be motivated sellers, more and more motivated sellers who are prepared to be flexible on the price and also the terms of the sale. So we can do things like purchase these options and vendor finance. Now, with more and more people looking to sell, it's going to be a seller's market and sellers are going to become more motivated and particularly landlords who might remember the crash back in 2008 and they remember the 20, 30% discount in prices on average. So for those people who've had really good growth over the last 12 years or so, 
they might be more prepared to sell their property at a discount now, 10, 15, 20% off the current market value because it still means they're gonna make a really good profit compared to what they bought it for many years ago. So they're gonna be huge opportunities in the market right now. Obviously, interest rates are quite scary. However, it looks like the rates will probably start to come down. Um, if you look at the swap rates that the is the rates that banks borrow at, they are coming down. And whilst I would normally take a five-year fixed mortgage, I'm doing some at the moment where I'm just doing a two-year fix because although the rate's quite high at the moment, I believe it's going to come down in the future. So I don't want to lock in at a high rate for five years. I'm just doing two years. And in two years' time, I expect that the rates will be lower and I expect the market will probably start to come back. Now, no one knows how long it's going to go down for, how far it's going to go. Um, I don't think it's going to be a very deep recession. I think it's going to be a shallow one. I'm going to see the economy start to recover probably towards the back end of 20. 2024. But no one knows. It really depends. We might get some government intervention like they did when COVID came. They intervened. They brought in stamp duty holidays. They put millions of people on furlough rather than all getting un made going on the employment queue. Unemployment queue, sorry. Um, and also, they did bounce back loans. Now, bounce back loans were to help businesses recover and get going in the difficult economy. However, Many people probably use those loans to invest in property. Now, they shouldn't have done that, but I think many people did do that. So we saw this unexpected, incredible boom in property prices. It was really difficult to buy property. Not impossible, but harder to find great deals as prices were booming all around the country. You know, estate agents didn't need to work with us as investors because they had people queuing up waiting to buy property. The tables have turned. That is not the situation right now. The market's on its way down. Estate agents need us. There's massive uncertainty. Many amateur investors will be sitting back waiting to see what happens. But I believe that's a mistake because I believe this is going to be one of the best buying opportunities this decade. So you can mark my words. In five to 10 years, people will look back at this time and they'll either be very happy about all the property they've acquired or they'll wonder how they missed one of the best buying opportunities of the decade. So don't make that mistake. Get educated, get involved and make the most of what I believe is going to be the best buying opportunity this decade. So I do hope this has been valuable to you. Um, if you've liked this podcast, I would have got a request. It would be wonderful if you could give me a five-star review, wherever you've downloaded from. Have a look around. There'll be somewhere you can leave a review. Give me five stars and say specifically what you like, how what you get out of these podcasts. The more reviews, the more five stars, the more comments, uh, the more people will see this and other people will benefit from this completely free podcast that I do for you every single Tuesday. Until next time, as always, I encourage you to invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.